Welcome to the Peep Show. I'm your host, Johnny Hazoff. We're coming in for week three, the Peep Show 2022 NFL Pick'em. What's up, boys? How's it going? <sighs> Shit, man. <laughs> not not looking good in the first two weeks. You know, I'm still close to the top, but I am not happy with my uh, week two performance. So looking for a bounce back. Yeah, if you're watching this, you can tell that Brad Wakai is in here. That's his second straight week that he's missing the show. He's our current leader. We'll get into the standings in a little bit. But on the panel, we got myself. We got TJ. We got Freiberg calling in from God knows where. We got Jordan. And, of course, we got Kyle down there. All right, let's just uh, recap another crazy week in the NFL. Uh, just looking at what's happened the past couple weeks and uh, I think it's we're all in a consensus on this. It's just getting really, really hard to pick these games. The NFL is changing so much, um, especially this year. You know, in recent years, it's been kind of crazy. I know I felt like 10 years ago it was really easy to pick NFL games, and now we're just sitting at we can't pick a game to save our lives. Are you guys feeling the same thing? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Kyle, you're a little quiet down there. <laughs> no, I was letting everybody else get their turn in like a true gentleman. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, last week was pretty crazy to start off that collapse in Baltimore was just pretty otherworldly. Uh, you don't really see something like that too often in the NFL. So I, uh, I might be riding team, uh, two and on here. I'm sure Brad will be <laughs> oh, not you too. happy to hear that whenever he tunes into this. God knows when that'll be, but <laughs> that was pretty insane. Two went from two went from sixty to one to eighteen to one for MVP odds. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, I'll just chime in there just with with Miami. I mean, uh, he needed to play. This is this is his year. It's his make or break year, and that game sure showed that. You know, he he could throw down with the best of them. So definitely looking forward to keep watching Miami. Are we actually buying this hype though? Do we really think he's actually this good? I, I think so. You know, I, I don't have a problem with Tua. You know, I think more people dislike him than, than me. I'm kind of more so uh, neutral. I think that he definitely has the, the talent and the ability. Where he fails, yes, sometimes he throws a duck, but also, you know, he, he may just not be as accurate, right? And he's still a young quarterback. He's he's not as established, but, you know, this this may be his year to, to get – to that established point, right? You know, we saw Mahomes, you know, we, we see guys like Herbert, you know, that you just know they're going to be good, right? And they're their second year, their first year, you know, as a starter, um, you know, they got it. You know, with Tua, we didn't know, but, you know, I'll, I'll use an Eli Manning reference being a giant. You know, it took three, four years to understand, you know, hey, this is our guy. Yeah, no, he can do it. And, and lo and behold, we won two Super Bowls with him. So, um, you know, some guys, it just takes time to develop. I just think it's it's he has a lot of talent around him, and I think that's what it boils down to. If you looked, if you watched that game, especially when when they decided to go on that that scoring streak, um, both both uh, Waddle and Hill were wide open for a lot of that game, and had a lot of space. And he was he was underthrowing them at times too. Uh, it just happened that they were so open that they were able to make plays with it. So. I think the jury's still out on Tua. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And a couple other interesting games on Monday night. Two just throttlings. The Bills once again prove, you know, that they're really at the top of the league kind of on their own. 
I don't know if it's more of the Bills being that good. I think it's a little bit of both. I think the Titans are really that bad. And if you guys remember, the Titans were one of my teams that I was looking at this year to run away with the AFC South and sort of make that final playoff push. I think they're in a kind of state where they're just kind of done right now. I don't see much hope for them moving forward, especially with Tannehill at the at the foothold. Yeah, yeah never high on Tannehill. Um, you know, it's hard to get a good starting quarterback. It seemed like he was a good game manager. I'll put it that way. Um, but, you know, for example, you see they didn't – again, their their scheme is run first. They have Derrick Henry at back, a, a beast. But, you know, A.J. Brown goes to the Eagles, and now I'm seeing A.J. AJ Brown look better than I've ever seen him before in a Titans uniform. Uh, so, I mean, the quarterback play is definitely not there, you know. Yeah, the Titans defense, too, has always been kind of a liability for them, especially in the back end, and uh, it's no different this year. So, I mean, that, that division, though, is pretty, pretty terrible, <laughs> at least at the moment. So, you never know. I mean, yeah, they're 0-2, but in the grand scheme of things, they're, what, a game back? So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That division is just a mess. <laughs> Yeah, in the other game, in the other game on Monday night, we had the Eagles again, just giving it to the Vikings. Kirk Cousins in prime time, proving once again why he is just not Mister Prime Time. So, yeah, the Eagles are looking great this year. They're flying. I, I wish Brad were here to comment on them, but Jalen's looking good. That offense is just flying around the field. I actually yeah. really like this team. I think they have a great shot to not only win the division but actually make a deep playoff run. Um, it's only week three, but you know their first two weeks they're really putting up points. Their defense looks a lot. A lot better, a lot improved. They had a great draft. Um, yeah, thoughts on that game? Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Jalen, he's the guy. He's got it going on. We were, the first couple of podcasts, we were talking about the Eagles and hyping them up, and that that wasn't – you know, we weren't ballooning them. You know, they, they are that good. Um, you know, I, I like all their weapons, and, and I think they're going to win, obviously, the NFC East. I actually put in a bet – you know, before the season even started, ironically, both teams that just wall up the others on Monday night, the Bills versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl, uh, put a $10 bet on that, you know, should pay out 1500 You know, if I put that same bet down now, I'd probably get maybe 900 I'd have to double check. But, you know, I, I just think these two teams are, are phenomenal. Yeah, I think another thing we also saw, uh, that get Minnesota's performance has me rethinking my pick for them to win their their division. I mean, hell, it may even look like it's between fucking Green Bay and Detroit right now, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that later. But Minnesota is not the team, or they didn't look like the team I thought they were in their performance against the Eagles, but the Eagles are, are the real deal. So I don't want to take any respect away from them. Yeah, speaking of the NFC North, the Packers beat the Bears 27 to 10. I think if you look at Justin Fields' stat line, it's actually really comical. He was 7 for 11, 70 yards and one interception. And I've heard mixed receptions of what uh, his, the feedback on him was online. Some saying like he's not that bad, you know, like others saying like, how could you only throw 11 passes? It was just an ugly game that was destined for the Packers to sort of just run away with that one. Um Kyle, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Cardinals Raiders. What the hell happened? God, that was uh, pretty brutal to watch. Um, again, I think it's more of a, a Raiders collapse than the Cardinals being any semblance of a, a good team, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, those two-point conversions and those late touchdowns, 
I mean, it, it took them literally eight <clears throat> eight plays from about the two-yard line to score that final touchdown. They got bailed out and got another go at it. I forget what the call was. It was either pass interference or defensive holding or something. And then finally, you know, on fourth down they scored, and then that crazy two-point conversion. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Just in the second half, that Raiders offense just went quiet. I really don't know the reason for it. Uh, Devontae Adams, I believe, only had two catches for 12 yards, which is pretty inexcusable. Uh, there's no way that that Cardinals defense is able to double Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro all at the same time. So there should be somebody open. And uh, they just weren't able to do anything in the second half. Very surprising. And in overtime, it was looking very promising. They were literally right on the uh, fringe of field goal range. And Hunter Renfro fumbled for the second time in overtime. The first one, they were lucky to get it back. Second one, not so lucky. And, you know, sometimes that's the way the football bounces. But we'll, we'll get back to this Raiders team here because uh, I'm actually pretty – pretty heavy on them this week so stay tuned <laughs> yeah the Raiders the Raiders are going to go to Nashville to play the Titans both teams 0-2 it really is a loser goes home type of game I, I I don't even know how you pick a winner in this one I I like the Raiders to go in there and take care of business just because I think the Titans are that bad but that's definitely going to be an interesting game uh Freiburg the Steelers Lost 17-14 to the New England Patriots the Mac Jones led New England Patriots Talk about a gross game, man. What are your <laughs> thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I had that game on along with the, the Giants game. Both were extremely ugly. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, the Steelers offensively still need, you know, we're hearing the picket chants in the stands. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, after two games, I don't think Trubisky, I don't think he makes it the whole season. As the quarterback, I think they'll make a change eventually. Um, but yeah, I mean the the you know the defense. There were some opportunities, you know, with Mac Jones looking a little shaky, but um, yeah, that was just a vintage Belichick win. You know, doesn't look pretty on paper, but uh, you know they pulled it out. Oh, yeah, when you, yeah, Belichick loves winning those types of games, especially against a team like the Steelers. The Steelers just have so many offensive woes with Matt Canada and Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky shows us exactly the type of quarterback he is. That's all he's going to be. There's no upswing in that. If no. we're going to go down this year and we're going to suck, let's at least go down with Pickett slinging it and at least getting familiar with that offense. And hopefully Canada's out sometime this year. I don't think Tomlin's a guy that normally would get rid of a coordinator. I don't think he's ever gotten rid of a coordinator in the middle of the year. So that's something to look out with Matt Canada because he's got to go. I don't know what they see in him. I don't know what they ever saw in him. That offense is just abysmal. Uh, let's get – yeah, you mentioned the Giants. The Giants won 19-16 over the Panthers. I actually had the Panthers uh, to win last week. But, uh, TJ, the Giants are still rolling. Do you believe in this team at all? Do I believe in them? I believe they can do something. What take that, that is take, – Take that for what it's worth. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm leaving it open-ended. What what that is, what I, what I believe in them to do, I'm not sure. Um <laughs> I don't, I'm not confident enough in them yet to have them in any of my pickums, but I think it's just going to be a week by week basis for me as a fan to see. Um, my only 
worry is that this team may play themselves out of position to replace Daniel Jones. Um, and, you know, he's not playing bad, but he's not playing great or good even. So it's like he's clinging on to his job. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the Giants. So I'll talk to that too, Johnston. Uh, <laughs> he's actually at the game uh, on Sunday and uh, had a blast. I mean, it was you know, at times kind of, you know, semi-boring to see teams put up points. But it was kind of – it was exciting to watch the Giants' defense, right? Wink Martindale, he's a, he's a defensive genius. Right? He had four safeties playing at multiple times, four safety sets – uh, on defense, where Julian Love was a guy one-on-one with Christian McCaffrey to shut him down. Um, you had Xavier McKinney up in the box, uh, just in case there's there's runs to play, you know, low, uh, you know, uh, short passes. And Dane Belton was a guy that was deep. It, it was impressive. Uh, and he just threw a lot of different looks. And, and same thing in week one, where, you know, close to the end of the game, we started throwing blitzes out there. And, you know, we know Darnay Holmes isn't great. And, you know, he was getting beat and getting penalties left and right. Uh, but, you know, he put the faith in the defense. Um, and that's without our two best edge rushers and Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau, who should either be back this week or next week. Um, so, you know, the, in short, what I'll say here is, yeah, Giants, you know, they're all, their offense isn't really humming along, but their defense is showing out. And their schedule's kind of light the first half of the this this season. So, you know, I'm kind of glad the Cowboys won because now we have game film with Cooper Rush and what works well for him. Uh, and now we're about to play the Cowboys with a weak O-line. And should we get our best edge rushers back? I think it's going to prove deadly uh, for, for the Cowboys. Um, then we play the Bears. And as we just talked about, Chester Fields throwing seven for 11. I don't see him doing well against our defense either. <laughs> it's not until the Packers that I, I see us losing a game. And then, you know, it gets harder after that. So I think we can potentially go four no i'll say that with a grain of salt because we really need the offense to do something but we really have an easy schedule at the start of the season here i love yeah. how i love how the new york giants fans are taming their expectations that's that's great to see <laughs> i kind of want to jump in on that too i'm not going to lie the giants defense has been pretty impressive so far this year especially um, against the run game yeah it's it's actually looking pretty decent for them i'm not going to lie uh, something else that's uh, in development now is that whole Kenny Galladay situation. I don't know what's going on with that. So that's something to keep your eye on. And uh, shout out to my boy, David Sills, West Virginia kid, starting for you guys, or if not starting, getting significant reps uh, on the field. So I'd love to see that. And one other quick thing, uh, we were talking about the whole Justin Fields, like 7 for 11 thing. I saw a, a stat earlier today that – the Bears have only attempted 28 passes so far this season, and every other team has at least 28 pass completions. So uh, I don't know. That offense is li- living in the Stone Age or something. I don't. I don't know they, what's going on there. They, they should honestly try the triple option with uh, Khalil Herbert, <laughs> Montgomery, and Fields. Um, I don't hate that take. You know, and then they get Komet on the edge there. It could. It could work. I think it could work. (laughs) That offense is so Chicago. Uh, So just a few other games to recap the weekend before we move on. Uh, Jets Jets pull off a miracle win in Cleveland against the Browns. The Browns lose in an ultimate Browns fashion. 
Uh, the Lions hold off the Commanders. The Saints-Bucks, talk about another gross game. And just that, that fight was awesome. Uh, it was just good to see. You know, just some excitement. Uh, Colts, what the hell? Uh, Jaguars win 24 nothing. Colts just suck. I don't know what's going on there. Matt Ryan's like a, a, a dead person at QB. Uh, Rams beat the Falcons 31-27. That game was – Rams pulled out ahead, and then the Falcons are a scrappy team. They just claw their way back in there. Uh, 49ers just killed the Seahawks. 49ers got Jimmy G at the realm. I think they're going to be a pretty solid team in the NFC. I think they – uh, I don't think Trey Lance is necessarily the guy he's out for the year, but Jimmy G, I think, is the guy that – I mean, he took it to a Super Bowl. He can do it again. Cowboys 27-20-17 over the Bengals. Broncos – talk about another – just I don't know what's going on in Denver. Daniel Six, Hackett. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go, man. 16-9 and nine over the Texans. And that wraps up last week for week two. Let's get on – let's move on to the most interesting games uh, that you guys are seeing for the week three slate. And we're going to start with Freiburg. Most interesting games. What's catching your eye? Oh, let me look here. Hang on. What's catching my eye here? So I like, yeah, this Denver-San Francisco game's catching my eye. Um, I think it comes back here to this AFC West, you know, Denver and Vegas. You know, everyone's saying those those teams are supposed to be dark horses. Uh, both have not shown so far that they, you know, that they deserve that uh, title. Um, and now with San Francisco, and now they have a clear quarterback, uh, you know, Shanahan and Garoppolo back together. Um, I think they may have needed a little break. Now they're <laughs> back. Um, you know, just – so I think that's an that's a, uh, interesting one to look at. And then obviously this Tampa and Green Bay game, you know, every time Green Bay has gone into the – I feel like every time they've gone down to Tampa, they've played pretty poorly. Um, but you know, with these injury issues with Tampa, um, I'm not I'm not entirely sure on that one. I like it, Kyle. What are you looking at? So, definitely going to be watching my Patriots at home hosting the Ravens. Uh, I think this week they're getting three and a half points at home. Uh, I'm actually not going to touch this one, but if I was, I kind of do like that hook. Again, I, I think the Patriots, if they can force a couple turnovers, they could stay in the game. I'm not very impressed so far by Baltimore's defense. Uh, but it'd be uh, it'd be great if we can squeak out a win there and uh, get to 2-1 and one and stay hopefully on par with Miami for maybe that you know wild card playoff spot. Uh, Miami has a tough one this week hosting the Bills. So... That's going to be a real telling game uh, to see how good they actually are. So I'm also going to have my eye on that. Obviously going to be watching that Tampa-Green Bay game. Uh, as Christian alluded to, the Bucks really caught the injury bug pretty bad so far this Ooh. year. They just signed Cole Beasley, I saw. So... Uh, I don't know if our wide receiver one is Scotty Miller and our wide receiver two is Cole Beasley. <laughs> it's Florida, it's man. Florida man Cole Beasley just sounds way too good. <laughs> so that's a pretty motley was, crew out there. Yeah, when Brady signed on, he did not expect to have Evans, Julio Jones, and Godwin out, and Michael Beasley as your number two wide receiver. Uh, 
yeah, yeah. That, that one's rough. Uh, yeah, that Baltimore New England game, that's a game I'm picking, but I have my eye on that. Belichick when he gets points at home, which is never. Uh, I, I don't know the record on that, but I assume he performs very well. And you're not used to hearing, uh, you know, the phrase like the Patriots trying to keep pace with the Dolphins in the AFC East. So I love hearing that as well. Uh, Jordan, what are you looking at this week? It's a big divisional week. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually looking at a lot of games. Uh, the Bills are rolling, but I want to see after Tua's performance, can he do that against the Buffalo Bills defense? Can they – can they cover that spread of, uh, you know, plus five, five for them? Um, I'm staying away from this, but excited to watch it. Eagles, Washington. I mean, Detroit routed Washington and, and they only lost the Eagles by three. So, you know, I think that should be a thrashing, but, you know, being a Giants fan, still interested. Um, also looking at New Orleans, Carolina, looking at um, Minnesota, Detroit, and the Rams, Arizona, and the Giants in Dallas. That's a big division. I'm so late. <laughs> <saying, laughs> <saying, laughs> just put on every red game. zone, bro. Just watch every game. <laughs> Yo, you need more screens, man. <laughs> put it this way. The game I want to watch outside of divisional games is Green Bay, Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Just want to see, hey, what's going on here with these you know, injuries? Can can they pull it off? I do like Byron Leftwich as a as a coordinator. I think – if anyone can pull it off, it's him uh, to figure out, you know, how to utilize the weapons that he does. So uh, interested in that one. I like it. Yeah. I was just trying to look at what time the, uh, what time is that Packers Bucks game? Is that the four or 15 game? It's probably the mid afternoon game. Yeah. Uh, mid afternoon so. on Fox. I would assume so. So yeah, that, that one's going to be a good one, <clears throat> but if anyone can make something out of nothing, it's Tom Brady. And I love, I love when Brady plays Rogers. I think that's an awesome matchup. Uh, TJ, what games are you looking at this week? Uh, yeah, so like everyone mentioned, definitely that that Bucks Rogers showdown. Um, like you, we've already pointed out that Tom Brady, even going into Week Two, didn't have most of his weapons, and then Evans gets suspended for a game, so you have to go and pick up Cole Beasley. Curious to see what that offense looks like now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he he had a bounce back week, week two. So curious to see if he can continue that momentum. And I know that game's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, next, I think Jordan pointed out Minnesota, Detroit. I mean, Detroit in the last two games has scored above 30 points on, you know, on a good Eagles team and then uh, obviously a commander's team. So this team might be for real, honestly. Uh, like, I don't want to – I know it's only week three, but this team might be an explosive team when it comes to putting up points. So I'm interested in watching that. And obviously Giants versus Dallas. Dallas is without Dak, uh, without their left tackle. Hopefully we can see Kayvon Thibodeau come back – or come and start it for his first career regular season game, uh, get some get some sacks in there, and hopefully the Giants offense can pick up and see if we can actually score uh, multiple touchdowns in a game. Yeah, I mean, during the Matthew Stafford era in Detroit, you know, they really never had a problem scoring points necessarily, but um, that defense was always weak. But they got Aiden Hutchinson. They got an improved line. I want to see if that defense can improve throughout the year to complement that offense. I mean, I never thought we'd be seeing a, a Detroit Lions offense led by Jared Goff scoring this many <laughs> points and doing what they're doing. But it's impressive, and I hope they continue it. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, we touched on all the games already. 
Las Vegas versus Tennessee. I'm watching that. That game is loser goes home. Their season's pretty much done. Um, I'm also looking at New Orleans, Carolina, specifically for Matt Rule. If the Carolina Panthers drop to 0-3, does he last the whole year? Do they keep losing? If they keep losing, how long are they going to keep him around? Um, it's just kind of a, you know, McCaffrey's struggling. Uh, Baker's just doing what Baker does. And we were really high on the Saints this year. A lot of us were. I want to see if they could rebound and try to try to put up a lot of points. I know they struggled a lot last week, especially Jameis. Uh the Chargers versus Jacksonville. So Jacksonville is going to the West Coast to play the Chargers. Um, I want to see if Jacksonville is actually for real and they make this a close game. The spread is minus seven and a half for the Chargers at home. Um, this is also a chance for the Chargers to really, you know, beat down on the Jaguars and say that, hey, we're also <clears throat> a top team in this league along with the, um, you know, along with the Chiefs and the uh, Bills. So I'm definitely looking at that one. And then um, – yeah, I mean, the Giants and the Cowboys, I, I'm just curious to see if the Giants can keep this rolling. Uh, and I want to see how Dallas responds. Um, if they could salvage, you know, some of their season, you know, um, you know, and try to make a run in this NFC East, it's going to be interesting. Uh, before we get into our picks for week three, we're just going to run through the standings. Brad is not here. Oh, he's messaging me his record. Why is he doing that? Perfect <laughs> <laughs> timing. Yeah. <laughs> he literally just he literally just put it in the group as soon as I said that. Brad's leading. Hop in. Yeah, right. Brad's leading the naked take group. Uh, overall, it's seven and three. He's the only one with a winning record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick, TJ, and Tyson are tied at five and five. Kyle, you're sitting at three and seven. We're tied. At, you're tied at fifth with me. I'm also at three and seven. Jordan and Tommy tied at seventh at two and eight. And last but not least, but very least, actually, Freiburg, one and nine. Freiburg, do you want to defend yourself for uh, 30 seconds here? I mean, there's no excuses. Um, I'm not going to come in here and say that, you know, I I, I felt – I mean, I, I felt last two weeks I felt confident about my picks and – you know, some say going 0 and 5 is just as good as going 5 and 0. So it's just uh, as impressive. Yeah, that is true. And yeah, what was so your... we're going to, you know, it's a new week. And, uh, you know, based off the last two years I've been doing this, you know, I've scratched and clawed and found my way back to the top. So um, we're in a little bit of a hole, but, you know, it's a long game and, uh, you know, we got a lot of ball left. So. Hey, it's only week three. Yeah. You got 18 weeks or 17 yeah. weeks. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's I'm, have not a week. I'm not panicking. I'm, I'm curious as to picks this week to see how we overlap. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Jordan. Jordan, you want to lead off with your picks for this week along with your lock of the week? Yeah. So I'll say this now that, hey, I'm going to have to try and take some risks. So if I found out everybody's picking the same games, you're probably going to have to pick the games. No one there else is picking there you go. Yeah. Just uh, to try to give myself a five and zero. Usually, usually this is a strategy around like week 11, 12, 13, not week three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to do something here. I'm going to get five from Matt Rule. Um, so immediately, uh, Saints. I've been back at this team so far. Going to back them again. Giants can beat Carolina by three points. The Saints can beat him by four points. I, I don't see, you know, Kamara was out. They get Kamara back. I see that offense humming a little better against that Carolina defense. 
Uh, New Orleans defense is also very good. So I, I don't see Baker having a good game here. Um, Baltimore, New England. I think Baltimore, they're putting up points. They're going to, they're going to beat New England. I don't have any doubt in my mind about it. I think they're easily going to get four points plus. I like to see Lamar get a bounce back game after he having should have won that last game. Uh, but ultimately ended up losing, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of just crazy to see Miami come back. So Lamar gets a bounce back game, Detroit. I'm taking Detroit, uh, uh, on the spread here. Plus five, five again, they need, they walloped, uh, the commanders and they only lost to three by the Eagles lost to lost to the Eagles by three Minnesota just got destroyed by the Eagles. I like Detroit in this game. I don't know what's going on with Minnesota and Kirk cousins. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, this one I like Green Bay because we, we've already discussed the injuries surrounding Tampa Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's a big ego guy, and I think he's always been kind of tailing Tom Brady, and I think he wants his respect. Uh, so I'm taking them plus 2-5. And lock of the week, Kansas City minus 6.5 to the Colts. Don't know what's going on here with the Colts, but if Casey's just putting up numbers to – these other teams, they are not going to have a problem doing it against Indy. Uh, so that's my lock of the week. More to lock. Love it. And I just noticed that Jordan's screen was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, that, no, he's back, he's back. He's back. He's back. now. <laughs> I love it. All right, Kyle, what do you got? Oh, geez. I'm kind of all over the place this week. I always forget that these lines come out Tuesday and then we have like 24 hours to get our shit together and figure this out. But uh, here goes nothing. Um, so the public's probably going to be pretty heavy on this team, which probably means it's going to be my downfall. But I love San Francisco going on the road to Denver, only a point and a half favorite. Um, Denver has looked absolutely atrocious so far. Um there's really not much more to say. Uh, Russell Wilson has not been playing good at all. All his sideline antics <laughs> demanding that the team uh, calls run or pass, I think is absolutely comical. Like it's a high school football game. Like if you really think that uh, a professional, you know, defensive player is going to be listening for that with everything else going on in their head and in their own scheme, like that guy, I don't know what he's doing. And Nathaniel Hackett is just a complete moron who's over his head. Um, so I cannot put any faith uh, in Denver. That being said, Denver will probably win. But <laughs> I love uh, the Niners with Jimmy G back at the helm. Uh, next game I'm looking at, I really like Atlanta and how they've been playing so far. Uh, granted, the row in two, but in both games, I thought they were pretty competitive. And I actually like them going on the road and winning outright against Seattle. Um, again, Seattle week one kind of surprised everybody. Week two, they fell back down to earth. And I actually like that uh, Arthur Smith Falcons offense with Marcus Mariota running the show. Um, he's actually played pretty well so far. And they haven't really even got Kyle Pitts involved in that offense yet. So I'm expecting a big breakout game from him this weekend and uh, I like the Falcons to win that game. Uh, whew, have three games left here. I'm trying to think which one I want to be my mortal lock. Uh, next one I'm going to touch is again, I'm just going to ride this hot streak until it runs out for him, but 
I like Buffalo going down to Miami on the road with that five and a half. Um, you know, I was actually expecting expecting them to be a little higher of a favorite. Um, so I could easily see them winning winning by a touchdown. I do think it'll be a higher scoring game. But at the end of the day, who am I going to trust more? Um, you know, the Bills and, and Josh Allen who have, you know, kind of proven themselves the last few years or, you know, Tua. You know, granted he looked good last week, but as TJ kind of alluded to, uh, two or three of the touchdowns were just complete broken coverages. And even on nose, the ball was underthrown probably – five to eight yards. So, you know, I, I think he might fall back down to earth a little bit. Uh, I really like Buffalo's secondary a lot as well. So I can see them getting a turnover too. And I think that'll be the difference in the game. Ah, these last two, which one do I like more? All right. As Johnston alluded to, this is a do or die game for both teams, but I like Las Vegas going on the road to Tennessee and covering that two-and-a-half-point uh, spread, again, just win by a field goal. Uh, Tennessee has just looked pretty atrocious. Um, atrocious, sorry. Uh, Tannehill turning the ball over. They haven't really been able to get the run game going. You know, the defense has always been a liability. It's still a liability. And, again, I, I think Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels are going to, you know, figure it out because – Pretty much they have to, at least McDaniels does, because this is not a good look for him on his second go around as a head coach and, you know, starting off 0-2 with a team that, again, a lot of people had as a potential dark horse. So they, uh, I think they take care of business. <sighs> and it pains me to say this as literally in our group chat, I said I wasn't going to touch them again for the rest of the year. But my mortal lock is going to be Cincinnati going on the road. Let's go. <laughs> to beat the Jets. I love road teams this week. And uh, it's four and a half, I think. I I don't know. I saw Joe Burrow went dark on social media now. Mm-hmm. So he's uh he's going to a dark place, fully focused. <laughs> they, they, they need to get it together. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jets had an absolutely electric comeback win last week. Um, Joe Flacco, oddly enough, I think is number two or three in the in the NFL right now in passing yards, which is also insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's what? Yeah, it's Tua, Carson, and uh, Flacco. Yeah. yeah. His arm uh, might fall off because he threw it almost 60 times. 60 times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to – I'm just going to go with it. Again, sometimes the bad decision is the right one. So uh, that's going to be my mortal lock. And then I am going to put a little disclaimer out that depending on Herbert's status, that's probably going to be relayed later in the week. I might switch one of those other games, possibly that San Fran game, to the Jags getting plus seven and a half on our (laughs) – on our line if uh, Herbert's not playing. So you don't like Chase Daniel. Do they confirm if his ribs are broken or not? No. 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 I think it's a Drew Brees situation. But, yeah, if he's out, I love the Jags plus seven and a half. Uh, But, but again, that's, you know, to be seen. Uh, And uh, lastly, I just want to say when uh, Freiburg was talking about uh, digging himself out of the hole, all I could picture is – 
is him as a uh, Bruce Wayne in the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> out of that pit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the analogy. So, uh, <laughs> so Kyle's going with the Bengals as a mortal lock. Yeah, we do record the show on Wednesdays, so it obviously is four days away from uh, NFL Sunday. Um, so uh, there's no rules against switching picks, right? Because yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But I mean, I'm I gonna try so. to stay to him, but I'm gonna put that disclaimer out there. I, I like to try to not second guess myself too much, so let's just let's just ride with that. Freiburg, please tell us how you are gonna go five and zero this week. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? I love Kansas City. No one's talked about him yet. Jordan uh, winning, but did we talk about Kansas City? Someone who picked Kansas City. Jordan. No. Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Sorry about that. But uh <laughs> yeah, love Kansas City by a touchdown. Uh I think Indianapolis is you know, they're not great. I think Sam Ellinger's probably gonna come in at some point uh in the next couple weeks. I don't think Matt Ryan's the guy there. Um but yeah, love Kansas City by a touchdown on the road. Hang on. And then I love you know, I like Miami plus five and a half. Um, Buffalo, short week. You know, they played last night at home. That crowd was rocking. Now they only have, you know, one last day. They got to travel down to Miami. I could see them coming out a little slow uh, in the Miami heat. But, uh, yeah, I like Miami plus five and a half. Then I like... You know, I like Houston plus two and a half against the Bears. <laughs> Davis Mills, Kyle, Kyle's oh, Davis yeah. Mills guy. I am. Uh, I like that pick. <laughs> I like that pick. I was looking at that game. You know, they've played, obviously, yeah, Denver. They've played Denver and they've played Indy, who have both looked pretty bad. But, uh, you know, they're, they've been competitive in those games. Um, Their defense is good. And, you know, Chicago, if they don't, you know, start throwing the ball. I mean that offense isn't gonna do isn't gonna do much, so it's gonna be a close game anyway. So I like Houston <laughs> plus two and a half. Um, then I love San Francisco one and a half one and a half against Denver. Um, Your boy. Yeah, you know, Jimmy G, Shanahan, Debo. You know, I think they're gonna be they're gonna come out guns blazing. Um Denver's in Denver's in trouble. They got to figure it out. Um, then I love the Giants two and a half against Dallas. I think the you know I'm you know I'm gonna be the guy who picks his team in the pick'em. I have faith in the Giants. Um, you know that defense looked great last week. Uh, you know Dallas's defense is playing pretty good as well, but you know I. I don't, you know, can Cooper Rush do this for two weeks in a two weeks in a row? I don't think so. Um, I think the Giants take that one on Monday night in Dallas, and then for my lock, I'm going to go with Detroit plus five and a half. Um, yeah, Minnesota. I, I mean, I picked them last night, and they that was just uh, that was atrocious. That was that was just so bad. Kirk Cousins, you know, that's just – it made me want to throw up. He was that bad. <laughs> um, 
I'm just picturing <laughs> Freiburg just sitting by his TV yakking into a bucket. And just, <laughs> just knowing that he's making, you know, $30 million to do that. $40 million next year, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he's, he just, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Speaking <laughs> um, of criminals, Freiburg, you pick 16. Huh? <laughs> Speaking of what? <laughs> Can you feel the game like Johnston tried to do in week one? What was that? You picked six games. <laughs> oh, I picked six games? <laughs> Did I throw an extra one in there? <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, there's a backup game. We got four days so. Yeah. So. That, that's one of his he might just substitute in, depending on you know, yeah. later in the week. All right. I'll leave you for a Man, I really hope you go on five. Uh, or on, <laughs> oh, and six, sorry. Um, okay. TJ, what do you got, man? Well, Freiburg, you are a better man than me because you're riding with the Giants this week. Thank you. Uh, Jordan, I know you were trying to pick different than everyone else, so you might want to change a lot of yours. <laughs> but um, starting off, we are going into Minnesota. I am also riding with the backdoor cover Kings. Detroit Lions plus five and a half. Like I said, they score, they can, they prove they can score a lot of points. That defense is a little better. And I trust them going against what Kirk Cousins ultimately has always shown us he is. So give me Detroit plus five and a half. Next, I am going, we are going up to Foxborough. I am rolling with the Ravens. I think, you know, after that, um, tumultuous second half for for the Ravens last week. I think they bounced back. Um, I know Belichick is going to try to throw everything at Lamar. He tries to take away your best guy, right? But I'm going to trust the Ravens in that game, minus three and a half. Next, with like Kyle is, I am riding Buffalo in this game, minus five and a half against the Dolphins. Good teams win, but great teams cover, and the Bills are a great team, so I think they're going to take that game. After that, I am going with the Eagles, minus seven and a half. Picking a lot of favorites here, boys. I've been on this team since the beginning. I think they're going to win the division. You might even try to pull my Giants fan card because of the way I'm riding the Eagles. But I like the minus seven and a half against the Commanders. And my mortal lock, again, good teams win, great teams cover. We're going with Kansas City, minus six and a half against Indianapolis. This Indianapolis team was a team I thought would win their division, but this team outright stinks. They lost. They got a shutout. They they lost in a shutout against the Jags, and they tied the Texans a week before. This is not a good football team. I don't know what's going on there. So I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is gonna be throwing this ball all over the field, and I expect them to blow this team out. I like it. Um, yeah, thank God the Steelers play on Thursday night against the Browns, so I can't pick the Steelers. Not that I would, because I would love the Browns in that game. I, I Browns could run it. Steelers can't do anything on offense, but luckily I can't pick them. So we're going to go into Cincinnati's 0-2 right now, guys. They're 0-2. Burrow's going black on social media. He's he's just trying to really hone in and focus, and he's going into the Meadowlands to play the Jets. The Bengals don't necessarily have to win this game. I think they could go 0-3 and still win this division. The AFC North is looking a little rocky outside, um, you know, just because Baltimore and Cleveland had some freak losses last week. Um, but I like Cincinnati going into New York and winning. I 
covering the spread minus four and a half. I'm riding with the favorites this week. Baltimore minus three and a half going into New England. I hate picking against Belichick at home when he's getting points. I don't see how the I don't see how the Patriots can score enough points to keep up with Baltimore. Baltimore's on a tear right now. I think they easily cover three and a half. Give me Baltimore uh, minus the points. And this is where I'm going to differ with you guys a little bit. I love I love Detroit, but Kirk Cousins is playing an afternoon game, an early afternoon game um, at home against the Lions. No one's going to watch this game. So you know what he's going to do? He's going to put up fucking numbers. The Lions are going to come down a little bit. And I think the Vikings blow the shit off the fucking Lions. Minus five and a half. I like the Vikings here. Um, This could easily be a pick that on Sunday I'm going to look like a complete jackass. But, you know, we'll see. Um, And then I like Seattle minus one and a half at home against Atlanta. I know Atlanta has been playing a lot better this year. Um, than a lot of people expected. Uh, I like to see Hawks to rebound here at home. Um, it's minus one and a half. It's basically a pick em. I'm just feeling Seattle on this one. This is kind of like a, a last-minute change. I had I was going to pick San Francisco, but I'm going to go with Seattle to switch it up a little bit. And then my lock of the week, I mean, TJ, you kind of said it all, Kansas City minus six and a half. They're just a so much better team than the Colts. The Colts absolutely stink. Uh, I'm surprised, honestly, the spread isn't upwards closer to 10. So Kansas City minus six and a half. They're on the road. They're playing on the fast turf in Indianapolis. They easily win by a touchdown. So that's my mortal lock of the week. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of picks that are overlapping. There's some that that are um, that we're differing on, but it's going to be an interesting week for sure. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, those are our picks for week three of the Peep Show's 2022 NFL Pick'em. Boys, any closing remarks before we wrap it up here? The Buck Boys. Hey, feeling good, like I should. When in Durkle, walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday best. Every day can be a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance I just say whatever cause there is no way you're round it Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded Keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you're grounded Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay
vest Got that sunshine on my Sunday best Hey, feeling good Like I should Winning the go around